and welcome to the J Train Podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we put a little spice in your step, get you through the week. We're here with a virtual audience of thousands of people from around the world listening to your emails, your stories, your questions. And you're going to have some problems, and we're going to answer them for you here every Monday and Thursday. And I need you. It's Yes 2021. Say yes to that drinks with a friend, that socially distanced Zoom date. Say yes. That's the message of this podcast, and I want you to be dancing in your seat. That's right. Hey, oh, I'm talking to you. And if you're on YouTube, I want you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hi, YouTube land. And if you're out there, I want you to post it on your Instagram stories. Let a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. J-Train Tell them about the show. With the laughs, don't stop. They don't stop. They don't quit. Bringing you ha's every Monday and Thursday. I'm here. Classic Shelb on the ones and twos. How are you, Classic Shelb? So great. Another Thursday. Killing it. Killing it. Looking slick with the sunglasses. I love it. Now, people, very excited about our studio audience. And and, and just, they keep coming. These virtual shows aren't easy to get to, but they're here. I mean, luckily, they got the link. Uh, luckily. And for those of you, we're doing live shows, people. Tampa, Tampa, Florida, Des Moines, Iowa, Tampa, Florida, Des Moines, Iowa. Papa JT is coming. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Otherwise, Patreon. Get on the Patreon. Three extra podcasts a week, $5 a month. That's what they call a deal, people. That's 12 podcasts a month for the price of a cup of coffee. They're passing the savings on to you. Yeah, we're pat. That's right. We've taken out the middleman. We we used to deliver the podcast door to door. Now it's coming internet wise. It's virtual. Very exciting. Also, I am now the co-host of the Bachelor Podcast. If you if you want some extra podcast listening pleasure, if you want to hear about the, my opinions on the Bachelor, go check out the Bachelor. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, they are the. Yeah, new guest. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. The senior dating advisor for Elite Daily. She's also the author of a brand new book called Just Send the Text. Candace Jalili, thank you for coming on. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. The, uh-huh. it is, and, and I want to hear you. First, let's get into the book. We want to make sure people go out and buy, buy, buy. Anywhere books are sold, it's called Just Send the Text. Now, this isn't a guide to texting. This is a dating book. Am I right, yeah. Candace? Yeah. So people accidentally think it's like a texting guide. It's kind of the opposite of that. It's more just send whatever you're thinking. The text is a metaphor for whatever it is you really want to do. Stop holding back. Stop feeling like you're like riddled with anxiety in your dating life and you're acting weird around your crush. Don't do that anymore. Get out of your head. Do the thing you want to do. 
the right person will be so into you exactly like, like you are. Is, is this how you operate? Have you always operated this way? Are you someone that's ever afraid to send the text? Oh, I'm 100% afraid to send the text all the time. <laughs> yeah. I used, that's why I wanted to write the book is I'm someone who really, really struggled with this. In the book, I call it being a Eunice, but I think lots of women call it like being crazy. When sure. you're like, really in your head, you get really nervous. Everything you're doing is, I mean, I'm sure you hear like so many women reaching out to you with stories like this, but you get so in your head, you're really like everything you're doing is a calculated attempt to make this person like you. Yeah. And I kind of just shifted. I eventually just started. I mean, it doesn't like ever go away. I'm in a relationship now. I'm engaged. Congratulations. Um, thank you. But um, I like those urges are still there. Even like throughout the first year of my relationship, I still felt those. But it's more just kind of like rewiring your brain a little bit, reminding yourself that the right person will like you. You can like send that weird text. You can do the weird thing. You can have the what are we conversation. And if someone's turned off by that, they weren't right for you. Yeah, I I, I think this is a, I, I love what you're talking about. I agree with you totally. I think sending that text, you know, is 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 always the answer and and listen we i know that i deal with this as well because anytime i've sent a text that i was worried about sending i take the i send it then i take the phone and i put it on its face and i say i'll look when i look right we all do we all do that move i'll look when i look and that is a physical admission that you've done taken a chance that you don't want to see. It's also a physical admission that texting is the problem and the solution. Maybe we're saying things that we wouldn't have said face to face had we not had this device. And I think it's a grander conversation for the nuance, the feeling of the unsaid with the internet maneuvers and this is a this is a 2020 2021 item that i've been talking about for maybe 10 years now 10 years i have been talking about the idea of people being able to post something on facebook instagram twitter texting and they can always take the the inhumane high ground They'll be like, no, well, that's just you being sensitive. Oh, you thought that. It's like, no, no, no. We're all thinking these things. Uh, and and the longer we go through you know, time, the more we come to this admission that, yeah, there's something said in the unsaid. There's something said in the clicked. There's something <laughs> said in the unclicked. There's something said when you comment and you don't like. You know, that, you know, I remember like my, my, my parents were are always the one to be like, you're so sensitive. No. I'm not fucking sensitive. I'm noticing someone acting like a piece of shit. So if I notice, you notice, and it goes for texting as well. So I'm, I'm happy you're writing this book. Yeah, no, I think it's a big thing. There was a study that we looked at in the book of game-playing people attract game-playing people. Authentic people mm. attract authentic people. So it's like when you're doing all these weird things, like you said, like the comment without liking it, you might be, it might be working for you. But you're getting the wrong person. Like the person who's noticing that and is into that and isn't turned off by that is the wrong person. You're going to end up in that. We all have a friend who's been in that relationship that's like crying in the bathroom. He made out with someone else in front of her to make her jealous. Like that sort of thing. It's exhausting. And it's like so many of us waste our time on things like that. 
yeah, it's interesting because like that excites someone. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the reason people probably don't think it's true is because it's harder to believe that like someone who's authentic and like sitting on the couch is as exciting to someone oh, for sure. as the person who makes you cry in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then that gets into like the whole thing of the spark. You're like, well, but I didn't feel the spark with them. And it's like, is it the spark or is it just like an extremely toxic relationship that you're attached to? Yeah. So what got you into the dating, you know, advisor role with Elite Daily? And I know Elite Daily, Elite Daily kind of like came out of like the 2014-15 blogosphere kind of world where all of a sudden everything was listicles and yeah. and and all these sites kind of like millennial like people magazine type of stuff was going on. Yeah. So I'm actually a senior dating writer. Writer. Okay. But um I I apologize. Started- I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um so I started as an intern at Cosmo which kind of got me in the dating space. Summer going into my senior year of college. And then when I graduated, I started at Elite Daily full time as our features writer. And it was when it was like blogosphere, listicles, like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And features essentially meant write about your dating life like every day. Sure. <laughs> so, and that's I, what people want to hear about. That's what people want to hear about. And so at that point, I wrote really, really fun art. Like I, I just, I was like 22 and wrote about my life. I was single and having fun and just wrote about being single and having fun. And I wrote Carrie Bradshaw life. Yeah, kind of. But like, (laughs) I had never been in a serious relationship and I was like shocked by how many people related to that. So I'd write about just like, yeah, I've never been in a serious relationship. I like being single. I get rejected all the time, <laughs> like all of these things. And people really related to it. It was like, I like to get drunk and have fun with my friends. And just, I mean, it wasn't stupid. It was fun. But like, just no. never was in my head. I would write about uh, This is you. You were yeah. living that carry life. That was me. I was living in the West Village. Yeah. You're like, listen, these Manolos part. don't move themselves. Candace in the city. (laughs) And you know the writer of Sex in the City was Candace Bushnell. So I get that all the time. (laughs) Um but yeah, so this was me. And then it just kind of like I kept I kept going with it. Now for Lee Daily I write more like celebrity dating stories and things like that, but I still do lots of just I I get people reaching out like you do. What's the most recent celebrity dating story you've been keen to? The most recent celebrity dating story, I just actually, right before logging on here, finished breaking down the Kristen Cavallari, Jay Cutler, I forget her name, Madison, Madison. So so I get a little uncomfortable. I've kind of, you know, like I like a, a dating celebrity story, but it's like, it seems sometimes it gets a little icky and I'm just like, I kind of back away. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, like with that story, can you explain the details like quick w- for us? No, it's a long story, but I'll try to make it's it. Long- <laughs> well, I know that Jay and, Jay and Kristen broke up. Jay and Kristen they, broke they put up. out, they put out statements during they the pandemic in April. and then it seemed like they were getting back together is all yeah. I know. So basically what happened between that, was Kristen was rumored to go out with a guy from Southern Charm. And then then that guy's ex-girlfriend, Madison, was rumored to go out with Jay. Which was the guy from Southern Charm? Which one? Austin, 
I don't watch. I know. I, I know Austin. Okay. Okay. So Austin was rumored to go out with Christian, but she denied it. And then Jay was rumored to go out with Madison, but I think that actually happened. And then Madison went on Instagram Live and seemingly shit talked Kristen. Okay. And then and then Jay and Kristen posted on Instagram. But then Madison released some text messages. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Madison released text messages of her and Jay <laughs> that proved that like he was trying to get with her, and then they definitely did get together. I think based on those. Well, but to me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then he's in the second screenshot. He was upset about her talking about Kristen. I think it's 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 all very messy. I guess if why do you think people like hearing about celebrity dating stories and breakups and things like that? Why do you think what interests people? That's that's kind of the reason I get a little icky by it because I'm like. I I know that like yeah I like hearing a breakup story but I also don't like breakups I think they're very hard and I think I when when people blame one side I'm like yeah that's a little too simple like the you know breakups have it was hard for that person too so I I kind of like when I see these things where people are like Jay was trying to fuck her it's like well if they were broken up yeah Jay was trying to fuck her like yeah, I, I, no. I like, when I, I write like, about this stuff I try as much as I can to just be objective and just write like exactly what happened. Objective is the best word, I think, because it sometimes it leads into uh, it, it gets away from objective. A lot of times. And I like you don't want to be mean, you know, yeah. like I don't want to ever be like shading anyone on there. I don't care. Sure. I don't people. Um, but I think people like it because, first of all, it's kind of relatable. Everybody has yeah. a dating story. There's something nice to, about being like, oh, I have something in common with Christian Cavalieri. Rich, rich, poor, ugly, hot. Everyone has relationships. Yeah, Yeah, everyone has relationships. And there's just something so human about it. Yeah. Even like that feeling that Madison must have felt when her ex posted or whatever he was posted something with his ex. It's just like those are feelings that everybody. What I love about what I love about celebrity dating stories and the only times I've like, yeah, this is. Me living my life and just like a, I, I, a fresh face to the world. I, when I read these celebrity dating stories, I just like to relate it to me. At least I can insert because I think that makes it more honest from my point of view. Where it's like, listen, if someone said that my ex was with so and so, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, "Are you with their ex?" I would go, "Well, she's hot. Maybe I should DM." Like I, I would, like it kind of like when the idea gets put in your head. What's that? I don't think that's the weirdest thing in the world. That makes sense. Me neither. And so I think a lot of times with dating, celebrity dating stories, people are like so like, whoa. There's a lot of outrage. People want to be so mad and people care so much about the dating celebrities. And we're just saying, they're just trying to let their hair down and have fun in Charleston. Listen, I'm very excited to have you here, Candace. At Candace Jalili on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. The book is called Just Send the Text. I agree wholeheartedly with the sentiment behind the book. It is a dating book that you should all buy. If you're interested in this podcast, you will be interested in Candace Jalili's book. Go, go, go. I'll have swipe ups to everything Candace Jalili is putting out there. So let's get into it. You ready to answer some emails? Yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. 
Awesome. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Not sure what to put here is the name of the ty- is the name of the email, but it's an interesting email. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It gets it. We're gonna go. This is a sad email. I'm, we start serious, Candace. Are you ready? Okay. okay, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I, I feel a lot of things. Jared, I've always appreciated your straightforward and honest take on situations. I'm not sure if this is the best forum for this question, but an outside perspective could be pretty beneficial. My beautiful, kind, intelligent, and accomplished friend, 27. Just lost her husband, 27, a few months uh, of a few months. Her husband of a few months eloped last summer after postponing their wedding to the summer to COVID. It was completely unexpected. They were deeply in love and happy. He was truly one of the best men I've ever met. Mm -hmm. It upsets me because people have told her that she will never find love like that again. I know at this point she is not ready to move on, but I also know that the thought of being alone slash not having a family one day upsets her. I've told her that it's okay and that in time, when, if she's ready, she will. It won't be better or worse. It will just be different, and that's okay. Is this anything? Is there anything else I can say or do for her right now to give her some semblance of peace and hope for the future? I love my friends so much and would love to do anything to alleviate the pain. Thank you. Um, so what do we think? What can she say to her friend? I, I, what are your thoughts, Candace? I'll go to you first. First of all, I think this is so heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Um, and it's just one of those things. I think it's the worst it's like you there's not much you can say you can't try to relate to her because you can't relate to what she's going through and that's the most no. annoying thing you can empathize you can't you can relate exactly you can empathize you can be there i think that's the most important thing be there every day let her know that she has you and she has some sort of community and she's not completely alone now but i don't know about hope for the future i think right now she probably just wants to be sad i would think yeah, I I think More. all all you could do is offer your time. Mm-hmm. Time is a offering time. That's a generous, beautiful thing that everyone needs someone to offer. I will say she wrote a part of the email that I disagree with. Uh, it upsets me because people have told her that she will never find love like that again. I don't think that's true. Um, I think it's okay. To have that opinion, and the emailer is writing that she said that she doesn't think that's true as well. I I agree with the emailer. That is not true. And for people to say that, I don't think that's helpful. I think they think they're helping, but I don't think it's helpful. The the idea of, because what happens is when someone passes away, everyone tries to find meaning and they try to find a a religion of a certain type. It can be spirituality, but they're, they're trying to make this, a bigger moment than it was. And then the idea of soulmates comes in and people want to believe that a soulmate exists. I am not one of those people. I don't, I think there's a bunch of different people it could work out with. I, I, I really do. And I think you I've can find that also. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you're engaged. You, you, yeah. that's not. And, and I, I think that's light to my fiance. It's no. just that, that it's that I think that, you can make it work with multiple people. I think there's like something you feel for multiple people and it, a relationship is a choice and love is a choice and you have to keep working at it. And if you meet someone else, you can like, there's so many people who find love after a spouse dies. Yeah. And I think that's the most helpful thing that this person can do is you don't have to go. I I think because what you can learn from is the people that are kind of doing it wrong right now. You don't have to go to her 
with your religion. You don't have to go to her and try and direct her. You're not going to give her the the quote that's going to get her to the next day. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's just not going to be you. Be available, be there, but I would also I would also stick to your stick to that position. That there mm-hmm. when she asks, "Hey, when she's ready to go out and date and find love, just be like, this is great. You're going to find someone that's perfect for you in the same again same but different way than the person that was perfect for you before i was gonna say gonna- a completely different way but still be perfect for you, you yes know? completely different person could be a completely different kind of love that's she may really only have a love like that once but she might have a totally different kind of love that's also perfect and amazing and wonderful that she doesn't even she doesn't know what it is yet J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Candace Jalili. Go, go, go at Candace Jalili. Just send the text. Buy the book anywhere books are sold. Go, go, go. How about this one? Long distance boyfriend watching my friends on OnlyFans need help moved in together. That's, oh, man. That is one of those that you're like, oh, the, the, is that the email? That's just the title. Ooh. Ooh. I've been dating a guy long distance for about over a year now. Backstory. We've been friends since middle school and always stayed in touch. I live in Vegas and he lives in Hawaii. Also, I'm 23. He's 24. A year ago, we met for drinks. He came up to Vegas for work, and the chemistry was amazing. So I didn't know this. Um, I've done many shows in Vegas. Apparently, there's a huge Hawaiian community in Vegas. Huh. That they all, like, everyone from Hawaii, like, has family in Vegas and vice versa. That is very interesting. I had never known that, and I learned it from an Uber driver who also had a catering business, and I wish I could give out his business right now to share it, but he was he gave me this whole history. This is why, listen, I know we all don't want to talk to the Uber driver, but every now and again, if you're in a new city, hey, what's it like here? Just say that. They have something to say. This guy, he was saying that like land in Hawaii is so expensive, so they, that's right. I'm in the I'm in the Uber. He's playing Hawaiian music, the luau music, and I was like, "What's this music from?" And he's like, "Let me tell you a tale of a great island." So we got the whole story. We, <laughs> I told him I wouldn't be able to move forward. In the, okay, so we stayed in contact and start. Okay, he came up to Vegas for work, and the chemistry was amazing. We stayed in contact and started a relationship. I told him I wouldn't be able to move forward in the relationship unless he has to move here or if we had plans to not be long distance anymore. The case being, I have my career and everything going on. He has nothing holding him back from moving. Okay. A relationship seemed to be flourishing last year. I would come see him in Hawaii. He would come to Vegas and see me and we made it work. I even got invited to the holidays and his family loves me. Also knowing we had an end date of him being here felt like we were progressing. January 4th, he finally moves down here, and it felt like he was going to be the beginning of our lives together. He moves in, and the first week seemed great, but shortly after, things felt off. You think being long distance for a year, he would want to spend some time with me and do things together, but he always complained if I asked him to go run errands with me. Since living together, it's been a couple weeks, and he hasn't even unpacked any of his clothes or put them away. Isn't that strange? Strange, right? Well, but I'm not. It's been two weeks and he hasn't unpacked. This is, she said, January fourth. 
I mean, this came in a day ago, so yeah, this is bad. <laughs> I think he might. I mean, maybe I'm just being lax about this, but maybe he's lazy. The unpacking, I don't think. Well, let's move on the email. You make a good point. <laughs> also, move down here without a job. Okay, whatever. I didn't mind, and it's COVID, so I knew it wasn't going to be. It was going to be hard to find uh, find a job right away. But playing video games all day without a job makes me feel like he has no ambition and just wants to be a loser. He doesn't have a ton of savings, but I didn't mind making it work, and he seemed ambitious to get a good job. Things felt weird, and I'm not one for snooping, but I could tell something wasn't right. So I checked his phone. Lo and behold, he was on weird apps asking girls for naked pictures and saying inappropriate things. He also created an, an OnlyFans account and was following some of my friends' content. This is getting this is getting more and more Vegas. He, which he would, uh, he, which he should be saving all of his money since he's moving out here and doesn't have much saved up. Porn doesn't bother me. Watching my friends naked, I was pissed and confronted him. He said sorry and that it was just porn for him, nothing more. I've done so much for him to be here, and it makes me sad that this isn't what I expected it to be. And I feel like I don't deserve to be treated like this. Now we are fighting nonstop about silly things. Should I dump him? Also, my life can't get any more comedic during all of this. His appendix burst, and he had to get it removed. I feel Uh bad just putting him back onto a flight to Hawaii. Any advice? What do you, I mean, oh, can he afford the appendix situation? He's got no job. Um, I think she should dump him. I mean, mm. I just, there's a long list of reasons why she should dump him, but the icing on the cake is the following the friends on OnlyFans. I just, I don't know how you get past that. It's not just porn, it's your friends. Yeah. And that's kind of what makes it, I guess, quote unquote, like maybe more exciting for him is that. The, there's a knowledge like you know a whole it it's like takes amateur porn to like a whole new level yeah. like or pov type of shit whatever the only fans isn't the problem the problem is and the relatable part of this is you had long distance and long distance is easy because you can kind of car car cartmental cart compartmentalize, uh, compartmentalize <laughs> a person and really make someone a task instead of a full a full relationship. I love that she was like, listen, I'm not going to be with you unless there's some point that we're heading towards. I love that she was I like, uh, uh, yeah, right? She named her standard. I don't think that's a, like I people, some people would call that a, an ultimatum. I'm like, no, that's her being like, this is what I'm comfortable with. I want to be going somewhere. That's very just on the text of her. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, really like, you have to say it. What, are you just going to go crazy on your own wondering when this is going to end? That's stupid. And here's the thing. And this is what we forget. And a lot of people who write into this podcast forget. You're dating to figure out if this is the match. You're not dating because you are the match. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. Just because you did doesn't mean you will. So just because you did move in doesn't mean you will live forget forever, live with each other forever. So let's remind, and I understand this is hard. You have to, uh, you have to unbutton the shirt after you've already buttoned it all the way up. It sucks. This ain't going to be easy. His appendix burst. Now you're his nurse while he has no job. I mean, this sounds like a nightmare to me, right? Yeah, this is a nightmare. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're right, former President Trump. This is all you got to do. Get him out of here. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. Rothy's shoes are incredibly comfortable with zero break-in period thanks to their seamlessly knit-to-shape design. Rothy's best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews. I got these from my mom almost two years ago now, and she still talks about them. She loves them. She loves how comfortable they are. She loves the ability to wash them, throw them in the wash, and they get really, you know, they, they renew right, right before your eyes just by throwing them in the washing machine. She loves, loves, loves that they're a great shoe that you don't have to worry about if it's the right thing to wear because it's an in-between shoe. It's something a little bit higher end than something you would schluff around the house in. And Rothy's comes in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, patterns, and range of styles. And, and they're perfect for today, 2021. Those, you know, we're not going to all these galas anymore. So right now, Rothy's is the shoe to have. Rothy's shoes are seamlessly knit with thread made from plastic water bottles, so they're ultra-comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right, there's zero break-in period. CNN says Rothy's are the comfiest slip-on shoe I've ever owned, period. And Julie J says they're her favorite shoes of all time. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns on eligible items. Rothy's has transformed over 70 million bottles into ocean uh, bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. That's amazing. So now you get to feel good about something that feels good on your body. 70 million bottles into shoes, handbags, face masks. Wow. And another major, major bonus, Rothy's are fully machine washable. That's what my mom loves because she's had them for two years now and they look brand new. Every time they need a refresh, you can still be tossing them in the washing machine. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's rothys.com slash JTrain. Rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S. Dot com slash J train style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash J train today. The J train podcast is brought to you by ritual. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides. All these are ingredients you might find in a multivitamin, but Ritual isn't your typical multivitamin. Their clean, vegan-friendly formula is made with key nutrients and forms your body can use. No shady extras. Here, I'm a multivitamin user. I love starting the day with a multivitamin. It, it lets you know. It is a practice that lets you know, hey, we're going. Things are starting. I'm starting out on the right Path. I'm starting out with something that's going to help fill the gaps where I can't really do it today. I'm not going to eat a thousand pieces of broccoli today. My multivitamin is going to be there to back me up. The best part about Ritual is it's a multivitamin that's been reimagined, formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3 to help fill the gaps in the diet. Their fr fresh tasting, delayed release capsules are designed to dissolve later in less sensitive areas of the stomach so you can take them with or without food. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime, and if you don't love Ritual within their first month, they'll refund your order get key nutrients without the bs ritual is offering my listeners 10 10 10 off during your first three months visit ritual.com slash j train to start your ritual today j train podcast at gmail.com j train <laughs> podcast at gmail.com here with candace Jalili. go 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 the book 
Go is called Just Send the Text. Go, go, go. Go get the book right now. Do, are you familiar with this OnlyFans thing? I, like, don't think I am. I, I, I have an idea of what it is. It's, like, sexy Instagram, right, that you pay for? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would. I, they tried for a second. Shelby, you probably know more about this than I do. <laughs> They tried to get into the podcast. They tried to, like, get out of the porn category for a minute, right? Yeah, like uh, some comics I know, they were like, hey, let's make some funny videos. Like, that's like, uh, we can, they, you don't even have to talk about sex. It's like, well, just maybe you're here, you're checking out the videos, and then you subscribe to a couple fellas or gals, but... Yeah, I, 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 I think, listen, content creators are looking to make money. You have to figure out, how do I go, how do I get, what do they call it, free, uh, freemium. We're all looking to create our own freemium content. That's free and premium put together. So like I'm on Patreon. I'm I give you a taste. I give you not just a taste. I give you the whole meal. I give you three podcasts a week here with you up and J Train. But I also want to be able to put more stuff out there. So I say, hey, join me on Patreon. Now you're giving five bucks a month for content. I can give you something for that extra content. But then I can also put that money back into my business to create more freemium content. So it's all in the service of creating a business. So I can understand if someone is out there and they want to be in the porn world, they're like, how do I supplement my income? That makes sense. I do. I don't, I do. I don't think that, but people now that we've kind of all heard of it, sort of, yeah. even if we're not, they're not, I don't think people are making as much money as they think they're going to be making, though. Sure. How much money do people make on there, like ballpark? I mean, some people, uh, they can just make, like, a, if they probably got on early, make a lot of money and are just raking it in. But I think some people are like, oh, I'm a waitress. It's COVID. I'm making even less money. I'll get on here. And they're just posting. And they've, like, been on there for months and only probably but- made, like, 500 bucks. I mean, but also like, listen, like if my girlfriend, like my girlfriend and I, we had a conversation where like she was, she said to me, she's like, what if I just started a foot thing? I'd be like, get the foot on there. Like, like, like if you can find a community, but I, but again, like Shelby said, now there's like a glut of a bunch of women who probably, or men or whoever that were like threw their feet on there. And now there's probably all the feet in the world are probably on there. I, I, I would assume this, uh, this is a good time for a foot fetish person. I would yeah, think. Yeah. And I, I see, like, for some reason, like, every viral tweet, it, like, you know, they, they plug something under it. Like, everybody has one now. It seems like, oh, you like this funny tweet? Check out my OnlyFans. I'm in the top 0.15% or something. I have so many questions. Is it porn porn, though? Or is it just, like... Sexy. I think it I think it you, runs the gambit. I think it whatever. I, you can do what you want. Broad spectrum and there's also probably no rules as far as that's concerned. Okay. So, I'm sure there's everything from a toe to inside of someone's cavity. You know, like you, I'm right. sure you can get all of the above. But I I just talked about the I mean, Shelby and I had a text conversation. Shelby's the Steve Jobs of podcasting about what podcasts make money. Like there very few podcasts make money based on how many there are because so many people have podcasts now. So it, it's not that like 
no podcasts make money. It's just that there's so many people that have podcasts now. Yeah. So and let's you, read this. Yeah. You have something, Shelby? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got it. So I, I, I think people are what because it's new. I'm sure our listeners have as many questions as we all have. Love the podcast. I tell all my friends to listen to it and you up. This is a random topic that isn't drawn from personal experience, but I think it's an interesting discussion. What are your thoughts on OnlyFans? My views are completely conflicted. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little conflicted myself because I do think everyone has a right to make money. You know, my dad growing up, he would say, um, you know, I would say how much when someone would ask about how much is it worth, my dad would always respond, however much someone will pay for it. Mm. And that is a very reasonable way to look at the cost of something because if nobody will buy it, then it costs nothing. You know, like, and if, every, and if a guy will spend a thousand dollars because he likes, you know, there was an article that we, I think we went over here and I mentioned it on bachelor a few weeks ago about a woman who's a dog who just acts like a dog on OnlyFans and gets a hundred grand a year or something like that. Oh my God. This right. is like her email is kind of different because she said friends. Like I don't know anybody actually on it, but if I had a friend who was making cash, good for her. But I feel like it would be like a... Or even him. If, even, yeah, even, or him. Even if I... It would be like a kind of a violation of privacy friendship trust if even if i was like anonymous giving her money just to look at like her doing all that or him you know well this person wrote on one hand i support any platform that gives control back to sex workers the porn industry is pretty fucked up with how they treat their performers so i agree with any platform that allows them to be paid directly and control their content however if I were to see a partner paying for an OnlyFans, it would bother me. If I'm being honest, I would be skeptical about the reason. I would question why free porn wasn't enough. This is the conundrum. We all want to be good people, but nobody wants to ask how their phone got made. This is the problem. All of us want to judge, and then it's, oh, well, you know, who made your iPhone? And then we're like, oh, come on, a little uncomfortable, a little too far. <laughs> um, so... However, uh, I recognize this is hypocritical of me. I Listen, I love this email. How is it fair to judge or be upset with someone for doing exactly what I agree with? I guess it's easier said than done until you actually are confronted with it. Listen, I'm going to tell everyone right now. I'm having a... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to take this moment, Candace, to plug myself, if, the, if you don't mind. Um, I have a stand-up special. It's going to come out on YouTube. It's a half hour of COVID material. And I'm a little nervous about the special coming out because I think comedy lies in this question right here. The moment where humans are human, the moment where COVID says stay inside and you're like, well, I got to work. And it's like that decision and how people go about their lives is at the center of my stand-up special. And that's why I'm nervous because on the internet, it, this email is not easy to write in 2021. This email, she could never put on Facebook and go, what say you? Because people would act like assholes. People would say, you should never watch porn in your life. And then, then someone else would say, we should have all free porn. Like, it, it, there's no rational. This is a rational, nuanced email. So if you're on YouTube, it's coming out. I just want to let you know, I'm excited to put it out there. It is. It looks like it could be on Netflix. It's something you could share with your friends and family. I'm excited for it. But I'm also nervous because... 
I'm putting out there a question like this, except it's not anonymous because she writes, what do you think? Would it bother you? Why is there such a stigma against paid platforms when the majority of people, at least that I know, enjoy porn? Thanks for all you do. I look forward to the podcast every week. Candace, I bring this question to you. You're, you have a fiance. If you found out your fiance was following someone on OnlyFans that they were a fan of, the pro, I, and I would say to me, um, even as I'm saying it to you, the difference between a free porn site and OnlyFans is you're going to one specific person on OnlyFans. So you are seeing this is someone I'm kind of sharing my boyfriend, my fiance's imagination with. What say you, Candace Jalili? I get it. Like, I fully understand why that it, it's I think the following the specific person and the paying for it, even though it is mm. so fair and stuff, just like you want to see her that badly like that aspect of it every human i think is going to feel a little icky about that that said there's actually a we met at acme poll about this recently and it was like would you care if your partner felt like paid to follow someone on OnlyFans?" and that's when i was like do i not know what OnlyFans is because i said no because i thought it's basically like porn what's the difference it's like porn but I don't know what kind of porn he watches. Maybe he watches, I feel bad talking about this about him right now, but like maybe he watches porn. Like there's one porn star he really likes or something. I don't know. What's the that difference between him doing that for free and him paying? Like I, that doesn't really so th- The difference people. is that person paying rent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, like, I think it's, it's more fair, I guess. Like, I don't know. I think there's going to be that human inclination to be a little like icked out by it. But I don't really think it is that big of a deal. Well, the difference between porn actor and porn star might be the difference. Like if your mm-hmm. fiance was 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 like my favorite porn star is blankety blank, and then you saw on Instagram they had 1.5 million followers, I feel like that's different than my favorite porn actress is uh, you know, is 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 Lauren Greenberg. And you go on her Instagram and there's 500 followers. That's like intimate. I think it's the intimacy of that. That's just a little more. But is that, but, but, but that could be said for me as a comedian. What if someone was like, I love this comedian, Jared Freed. And they saw I had 500 followers. That might be tougher for them to, and I pay for his Patreon. Why would you pay for that? That asshole's Patreon. He's a nobody. He's a loser. Well, you got to start somewhere. Well, like, if we're all kind of, you could pay five bucks a month for, like, a porn site, and they're, like, they'll just, there's a actors, actresses, there's a set, and there might be lighting, a sound guy, and this is yeah. all put up, and blah, and that's edited, and they, like, it's new people every week. This is, we give it, you just, but then the OnlyFans is, like, uh, somebody from Milwaukee. They're like, how did you find out about this person? Like, what? Where did yeah. you even learn about? This? Yeah, how like, do you find people on OnlyFans? I guess well, I, feel like you, I don't. I I gotta get on the app and see what it's like before I form a real opinion. I guess. But I've I, clicked an OnlyFans link. I'll 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 be out there and say that. <laughs> and it takes. There's not a lot of previews on there. You you go straight you to. Search. No, no. What I mean is you click someone's account. They're like, find me on OnlyFans. And it goes straight to a page where everything is blurred out. There's no like one minute preview. So it's not like interest, though. I'd pay probably. Good. You just want to know what's on there. I so I would 100 percent. If I clicked on something and everything was blurred out and I was interested enough to click in the first place, I'm paying five dollars. 
I yeah, I I it's it's very difficult and I think this question is a question on how um of how authentic people are because if anyone answered this uh, you know with so sure they're a liar. If you're positive 100% about this like like I do I do understand why a woman would feel uncomfortable. I do understand why a woman would you know or any person would sign up for someone's OnlyFans. I I I think those are at odds. I I, I it's tough. It's really hard. I don't know. I think we're in an evolution I, right now. Of well, like- I mean, listen. There's a, that's the reason you wrote your book. Is yeah. we are at your book isn't written. Just send the text. You can get it anywhere. Books are out. Candace Jalili at Candace Jalili. Go get the book. Just send the text. But your book exists because it's 2021, not because it's 2041. Exactly. Yeah, no, there's these like very specific nuanced insecurities that we have right now that make us feel anxious and stressed in ways that just wouldn't have happened even 10 years ago, five years ago. Yeah. I, and I like I think of it like if, if my girlfriend was subscribed to some dudes only fans. Um, I you know, there's a piece of me that would think that's hot. Like just the like like I don't know what like the idea that she's like she's like yeah this is like she like to me it's like a like it's like her it's it would be like her having like a drawer of all her sex toys I'd be like I just like that you are thinking of sex but does it make a difference like let's say I feel like what if it was someone really random who she found on the internet who maybe she even knew personally versus yeah. Versus someone like she thought Matt James was really hot. Matt James had an OnlyFans. I think there's a difference there of who the person totally. is. But totally. But I think they're... don't guys have a different relationship to porn than women? Like are, are how many, yeah. what's the percentage of uh, porn convention visitors men to women? Like it's, it's... probably way, <laughs> way to the one way. Yeah, I... And they they also don't wash their hands. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's all, it's a tough question that we're not going to answer, but I, I understand. I like the discussion. I And I, I invite your OnlyFans. We get emails where people are like, I found out he's into, you know, has an OnlyFans, and then I found the person. And these emails come in, they trickle in. So it is a problem. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Roman. Valentine's Day is coming up, and for a lot of guys, that can mean added pressure to perform. Luckily, with Roman, you can relax. So if you're dealing with ED, Roman's got you covered. Listen, people, erectile dysfunction, it's a problem because it's sensitive. You don't know how to talk about it. You don't know what to do. You don't know who to go to. You don't really want to make the time to go somewhere and ask questions that you're not sure what the answer is going to be. That's why Roman's amazing. If you're dealing with someone that's dealing with this or if you are dealing with this, it's an asset to just go explore. Let's go talk to someone because that's part of this whole thing is the mental stigma that goes along with it. So with Roman, you take out all that driving to a doctor, finding a doctor, reading the stupid magazines. No, 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 no. Let's get to the let's get to the question asking. And that's what Roman helps you do. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if if medication is appropriate. That's what I love about this. If it's appropriate, 
You, this, you know, maybe just talking about it's going to help you, but at least Roman is there as an asset. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you f- with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. One less thing you have to worry about on Valentine's Day. For a limited time, get up to $35 off your first month of ED treatment. Order by 210 for guaranteed delivery by Valentine's Day. We got you covered, baby. Just go to get. Roman.com slash J train to get started. That's getRoman.com slash J train. GetRoman.com slash J train. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more email and then we got another one with an attachment. Is that okay, Candace? You got time? I'm me. I'm loving this. Okay, good. Um, let's do this. This this fits in with the send the text, just send the text theme. Love that. Okay. Um, Big fan of the podcast. Been listening for a year now. You kept me company on a car ride from PA to Florida and back and everything in between. Thanks for brightening the mood and providing much needed dating guidance, which has helped me greatly in setting my standard. I was traveling over the past few months for school and then I was home for the holidays. So dating in my current city was on hold. I'm finally back for good and thought it was time to get back in the dating scene. A few weeks ago, I matched with a very attractive guy. We talked for a bit on hinge exchange numbers and we texted back and forth for a few hours one night had a great conversation i was chuckling and could tell he had a sense of humor it got late and i went to bed the guy said he'd text me in a few days to set up a date he stuck to his word text me halfway through that week to make plans for the upcoming weekend we went on a coffee date being that i am doing dry january and he respected that which was nice walked around my neighborhood chatted he was a gentleman, very handsome and kind. While he was walking um, me home, he said, I'd like, to, I, I'd like to take you for dinner. I think coffee is a good way to vet someone and see if you'd like to spend more time with them. He walked me home up my big ass hill, which by the end of, I was dog panting. And outside my apartment, he kissed me on the cheek and reiterated that he would text me this week and make a plan for dinner. I texted him later that day to thank him for coming to my part of town, for meeting up and to say I had a good time. He said, hey, of course, I had a good time as well. Have a good weekend and talk soon. That was it. I get that if he was really interested, he would have made the effort and I would have heard from him. But what I don't understand is why would a guy say multiple times that he would like to see me again on the date one if he's not going to text back. So I got I didn't read the title because I figured it would be in the thing. It says talks of a second date plans on first date never follows up. That's the name of this email. Mm-hmm. So she says, why would he talk, uh, say multiple times you'd like to see me again on date one if he's not going to text back again? Is that just a space filler uh, when there's nothing else to say, something you say in pan- in a panic? Would it be annoying to text him and see if he wants to go out again? Again, I feel as though if he wanted to see me, he would have texted me, but I know texting is a two-way street. I've been on first dates where you just leave it at thank you. It was nice meeting you. And if there's an interest in a second date, you don't even mention it. And if there isn't int- if there's interest in a second date, you, you don't even mention it. I know it's only one date and not a big deal, especially considering we didn't text for weeks or whatever, but I was actually excited about this guy following the date, which is rare. So I was bummed, which generally like uh would greatly like uh appreciate your thoughts thanks so much for your time doing what you do so what do you think so my first impression is he could have just been being nice and saying that but i think if she wants to send that text go for it i mean i am the author of just send the text but just in general i think if you're just kind of wondering about what would have happened if you said something or asked him you might as well ask go on the date see what happens if you go on a second date with him Um, just to kind of like put your own mind to rest. 
I think I agree with you. I think like everyone, you know, you get your own closure. So you don't have to wait for someone to give you closure. Um, I'll say this. I, I think there's too much worrying about someone else's feelings on a first date. And, and I think we all have to be selfish in the beginning of relationships. You start at selfish and then you find someone else's selfish that matches yours. That's a good match. Mm-hmm. And I understand why she's asking about his feelings don't matter. Mm-hmm. How he felt about how the first date went. It doesn't matter. You had fun. You're not crazy. You're you are right of mind. She wrote a beautiful email into this podcast. I'm going to tell her right now. She is not far. She's not going to. She didn't go on the date and look at the date and go, the sky's blue. And he went, well, it was actually green on that date. That's not, you're not that far away from each other. Why didn't he get back to you? Why would he say such a thing? You say those things because it feels good to say to someone and have them smile to it. That does feel good. You say them because you do want to go out at the time and then things come up and you kind of go, you rethink it and you think about it again and you have an ex that you're kind of still on with that you're still texting with and you went on the date to kind of get over your ex and then you went on a date with a really nice person that you would like to see again but then the ex came back and you know, see how many things I can create that we have no idea so that's why his feelings don't matter your feelings matter you Maybe had fun trying to like hook up on the first date and he just was like floating that out like hey mate and like to get you to hook up and then as like, a oh, there's gonna be a second date like at, oh well then i could hook up if we're gonna keep going out like but if you that i uh, shelby that could absolutely be a scenario that happened on this date we don't know we will never know that's that's the and if you want answers to life like that if you're gonna make up conclusions to things that never happen you're going to sit at home the rest of your life. You're never going to learn. You're never going to experience. To me, this goes on. Everyone gets a resume that you are writing while you're dating. So while you're dating, you are you had a good time. Date one, did I feel fulfilled? Did I feel loved? Would I like to see them again? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, when's that second date coming? Just like Candace says, let's send that text, right? Yeah, let 100% text him. He might honestly just feel like kind of weird about texting you or shy or something. He might be relieved to see that you texted him. You have no idea. But just like we don't know if he was saying that to fuck, we don't know if he's a shy, oh, I don't know if I'm man enough to send that text. We don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, She needs to send the text Mm -hmm. for her. You And I don't like when people are like, and she said it a few times, if he was really interested, he would have made the effort. You don't fucking know that. You don't know that. That is such a bullshit line. I hear it all the time, and it's from... Uh, He's just not that into you. I feel like it's part of this whole, like, movement of, no, if he liked me, he would chase me, he would move mountains for me, he would do this for me. It's like he's just a human. You have no idea what's going through his head. It's from these snake oil salesmen that sell you confidence. These people are fucking awful and they're trying to sell you something. Here's the reality is you went on a date and you're a strong enough person to have someone turn you down. So, mm-hmm. hey, I'd like to go out again. Now you go on the second. Let's say the second date happens. Let's say the third date he doesn't make. And let's say, okay, now it's happened twice. I don't like how it feels. 
maybe you're unattracted to that type of action to make you not like them to go on the third date. Maybe you won't try as hard. So at what point, this is what, I think this is where we fall into a pattern where people blame other people for them not being taken care of and coddled through a relationship. And it's like, no, yeah. like let's have a little more ownership and, and let's also have a little more responsibility. Yeah, I, I reached out to him a second time. He didn't make the date. I don't like him that much anymore. Why don't you say that? You know, like this, mm-hmm. this bothers me because I've been the person that I get the text and so on like, hey, we should, are we doing that second date? And I'll go, yeah, you know what? I should. And then I go on the second date and then, or when I was single, I would go on the second date and then it would be like, well, why'd you go on the second date? I had a good time with you too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, you know, I think send the text just like Candace Jalili wrote, just send the text. J train podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Candace, let's do one more. You've been great. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm loving this. Awesome. Let's do an attachment email. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let me bring this up. Where'd it go? I just had it. Oh, here it is. Okay. So it's a little bit longer, but we're, we have a lot of screenshots, but I think it's very relatable and it works into Candace's book. And this is like a, this is what we all want this to be synergized, right? Yeah, I'm loving this. Okay. Old flame snuffed out. You ready? Ready. I met this guy, Ben. Fake name, LOL, you can use it. Freshman year of college on a date set up for his frat's spring formal. Okay. I understand this. Do you understand this, Candace? I The intro of my book is me, my story about a guy I got set up with for my sorority's winter formal. So I love it. it. So we, we're on the same page. For those listening at home that aren't, yeah familiar with frat setups everyone fraternities have formals and sometimes there's a guy who doesn't have a date and uh, a friend who does have a date will bring their friend and you get set up on uh with a formal date and it's a drunken night of you being dressed up like you're an adult when you're actually still a child okay Mm -hmm. we hit it off pretty much right away and spent the night making out and talking on the dance floor as only drunk college kids do. I didn't end up going home with him that night, but I got his number and we made plans to quote unquote hang out over the summer since we were from the same area and would both be there for the full summer. During that summer, we quote unquote hung out a few times, read, went on dates, but wouldn't call them that because hookup culture. I met each other in. Okay, please don't include locations. Can we cut that out, Shelby? <laughs> Um, we also have to cut it out of the screenshots about, so we met each other in blank about halfway between where we both live. We, where we got food, smoked, made out a lot back at school. Things kind of fizzled because I just got tired of always texting first to always make plans. I also kept getting weird vibes from him because he seemed attracted to me and we always had fun when we hung out, but truly I've never tried so hard to have sex with a guy, LOL. He seemed to be reluctant to do anything beyond making out. Fast forward now, I broke up with my boyfriend of almost six years this summer. So they are full-on adults now. Yeah. This, wow. this, this summer who I'd started dating after things fizzled out with Ben. I was looking for a distraction post-breakup and naturally turned to the Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, Trifecta for some mindless swiping and maybe a few hookups if I was feeling it. To be clear, I was looking for casual only and was definitely not looking for a rebound relationship, ideally a consistent friends with benefits at most. I like, I want casual, just a consistent person who answers my text. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
but she did say it most, so I I appreciate that. I ended up matching with Ben on Bumble, so I reached out and sent the first message. He responded pretty quickly and enthusiastically about setting up a COVID classic wine in the park date for later that week. We when we met up, it was the same chemistry as before. It felt easy, natural, catching up with him. It also came up during the date that I had plans to go back home to to blank in August and that he'd be there too at the same time. So I made a joke about how we should do blank 2.0 while we're back, uh, both back uh, and how this was technically date number four. If you count freshman year hangouts, we ended up making a lot out a lot in the park, just like old times before he invited me back to his place. We finally went further this time and he was definitely DTF, but we didn't have sex even though I was down because I was trying to play it somewhat cool and save it for the second date. Like the classy bitch that I am. He tried to get me to spend the night, but I declined, went home, but told him we should hang out again soon. Then the following text conversation happened. See screenshots. Okay, so we're going to go to the screenshots. Let's dive in. You, you want to be her, I'll be him? Okay, fun. Okay, go for it. Okay. Hey, I had fun last night. We should hang again soon when we're both back in blank. Me too. Definitely blank trip 2.0, blushy face. Blank 2.0, let's go, crying laughing face. Oh, and then she texted him again. Uh, so this one, that, that conversation happened July 31st. This starts again up August on 30, August 13th. A couple weeks have passed. So I'm officially back in blank if you want to do something this weekend, written out smiley face. Two hours later, sweet. This weekend I'm going to on a bunch of outings with my five mom. Days. And da- that was five days later. Oh, oh, shit. You're, no, it isn't. No, wait. I thought it was the same day, but a few hours later. No, I need glasses. A few hours later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> couple hours later. Sweet. This weekend, I'm going on a bunch of outings with my mom and dad. How's next weekend? Also, it's going to be like 105 this weekend. LOL. Uh, I'm going to blank next Thursday. Could you do a weekday, maybe? No question mark, though. I feel like that's something. Okay, still the same day. Yeah, that sounds great, honestly. Maybe Thursday. Kind of need to feel out my work schedule. SMH, I leave Thursday. Wednesday, essentially my Friday, LOL. I'm dumb. Wednesday. LOL, okay, cool. Would you be down to do like outdoor dining in blank and or wine in some sort of park? IDK, blank that well. But I feel like there's options. So I was in blank yesterday getting my teeth cleaned and literally nothing is open. Kind of depressing, honestly. I was near near blank, though, so it could be different in other parts. Damn, you're right. Everything on Google Maps is saying takeout. I guess wine in the park again, LOL. I mean, down. I like parks. And... She ha ha I like parks and said, okay. I, I think that's funny too. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was good. Okay, well, you're in charge of finding a park then, LOL. I'm not a blank native. I actually have one in mind. Okay, sweet. So now this is five days later. I guess we're getting towards date time. Yo, I've kind of felt like shit last couple of days. Could we reschedule? Uh, oh no is it the rona lol and yeah that's fine i can do next week he heart reacts to next week and he writes i hope not skeleton emoji yikes feel better 
CVS is doing free testing just in case BTW eyeballs emoji. And yeah, maybe we can do a weekend day so we don't have to work the next day. LOL. He hard emojis it and then he writes, I will check out CVS. And then almost a week or no, a little over a week later, she writes, hi, like waving emoji. If you're recovered slash Rona free, do you want to wine and park this Friday? Nice touch. And then he writes back, how long after was this? Same day. Same day. Okay. Hi, sorry. My grandma is doing super poorly right now. Not eating. So I'm kind of unclear what my week is going to look like. Unhappy face emoji. I love how quickly I I don't mean. Yeah, I don't mean to Candace. I'm with you. I I don't think we mean to make light of his grandmother's problem. But we went from like park date hang. We're like wine, makeouts, parks. I might have the Rona (laughs) to grandma's not doing well. And it just seems such like so intimate as if she knew about what's going on with his grandma. Not parentheses. not eating yeah we didn't need to hear about grandma update that you would give someone who was like really in the loop on what's been going on with your grandma yeah not eating her her bowel movements are going fine though (laughs) you know like what (laughs) maybe they talked about it on their date um okay that's rough i'm sorry like slanted like colon slant Mm -hmm. totally get it well, my Friday will be open, so LMK, if you end up wanting a distraction, smiley face. And then okay. it was like so the, almost we're, a later. Yeah, we've gone from August 26th to mid-September, September 16th. She checks back in. Hey, are you still in blank? The smoke situation is truly apocalyptic. Cringing emoji. Um, just got back and never thought I'd be so happy to breathe the fresh air of blank, LOL. He gets back later that it's night. It's across the country. We won't see Yeah, he, he crossed the country. Yeah, she crossed the country. Hi, sorry I've been moving. It's terrible. But yes, so nice to not be in the... Sorry, uh... Hey, sorry, I've been moving. It's terrible, but so nice to be not uh, be uh, not be in the smoke. Ah, uh, same. I'm moving this week too. It fucking sucks. LOL. I swear, I'm never moving again. Where'd you end up moving? Oof. Good luck. He's in a a, a part of a bigger city. You blank, but she's in the same city. Um, off like blank. She's, she's, the in the sa- she's in the same city and and very close by. Yeah. Um. He didn't respond. She texted him again. Hey, happy new year. Party emoji. How have you been? So that was from September. She goes back to the well on New Year's. Okay. I so like now- that in the span of like six, these six pages of text, they mention like, Apocalyptic climate change, heat, the the smoke, yeah. the pen, a pandemic, and they're still like, "Can we go to the park?" 
<laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. The the frogs are falling from the sky today. It's kind of crazy. Are you a red yeah. or do you want red or white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the firstborns have died, but um, I'd still really like that third drink. Yeah, it's they, very. They, they ran out of grave space for my grandma. Like... <laughs> Grandma's dead, but you know. That's you think it, do you think I'll need a coat? <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I mean, we're all doing a level of this with what's going yeah. on. Like what's what's happening right now is so like monumental and we're living in it. So it's like it's funny to think like our grandkids would be like, so what did you do during the pandemic? And it's like, um, I went on Zoom and talked about dating issues with people. And that's kind of <laughs> how I got through it. You know, like so. So she writes in her email. The Happy New Year's reach out to no response was rough. LOL. But I shot my shot and have now fully made peace with the fact that I've been ghosted. My question is, though, why? He seemed into it in person. I definitely was not giving off vibes that I wanted something serious with him. He also seemed enthusiastic with the planning over text and even offered uh, to reschedule versus flat out making excuses not to hang. The grandma thing uh, seems like a bad lie. Okay, well, we don't know. But why say she's not eating? <laughs> seems like a weird detail to add if it's a lie. Yeah, I don't know. He's either a good liar or he's being truthful. The whole exchange was odd and confusing. Any ideas on what makes him go cold? Appreciate the insight. So Candace Jalili, who has a book right out, out right now, just send the text that everyone should go by. What do we think? I have like a lot of thoughts here. I think saying that he lied about the grandma thing, I think is a big swing. We don't know. Yeah. That doesn't matter. It's, a, it's just, yeah, it's not I, worth it. I think that in general, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about the last one. And something I talk about in my book a lot, but just it's a lot of focus on him and how he's feeling when this is supposed to kind of be like a casual, lighthearted thing. Like she should be focusing on herself right now, I'd say. Yeah, she lost yeah. her way. Yeah. Her way in the beginning of this email was I'm looking for casual to get over my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Then she finds a guy that she has comfort with. That's why he, he she has to admit that she's attracted to him because he is a comfortable option. He is someone, even though it was freshman year of college, he's someone that you were intimate with. And it feels familiar. Totally. You know, the same, you know, the same college streets, you know, the same hometowns, you know, you have Mm -hmm. park jokes. This is, this is the trappings of the retreads. Mm -hmm. The trappings of the people you bring back into your life is, well, maybe they could have worked out. No, there's a reason you guys fizzled that first time. There's a reason. It was never going to go beyond a casual option. And for him, you're sitting here looking to entertain. And, and she says, I don't want a serious relationship. That's fine. I don't think you do. But I'm saying you were entertaining the idea of a friends with benefits situation at a maximum. He doesn't really... You don't know what he's entertaining as a maximum. His maximum might be someone I can text when I'm lonely. Yeah, and I I understand where she's coming from. Of he's tough because he gives her kind of just enough. He was, yeah, I mean, totally. That last text. He responds to her. He's like nice enough. He does hang out with her every once in a while. They did have a history. She's got all of these like 
signs that maybe he's where she is too. So that makes it harder. I think that does kind of keep you on the hook a little bit, but also, and, and I listen, I've been that guy, the just nice enough guy and Mm -hmm. he'll do it forever. I, I, I've been, I've been that guy. Like I, I, and I don't feel, I'm not saying that like bragging. I'm saying that as like, why did, why did I do that? You know, because you're like, they're cute, they're fun, I would fuck, but I don't know if I really want to go on dates. Um, you know, we have a great time together, but I'm not looking for more. I, I wasn't even entertaining those people as more. I was entertaining them as, yeah, I would do a night if 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 uh, if the world's aligned and I had the time and it was going to be convenient for me. It wasn't going to be on their schedule. And that sucks. And mm-hmm. here's the other thing that she's kind of forgetting. They start as this long distance, hey, we we can meet an hour between our houses where we're from yeah. at home. And it ends with them in the same city, a subway ride away. Okay. That made it too real for him. That's mm-hmm. why he is now fully ghosted because he's like, ah, if I answer, I have no good excuse. I don't got grandma who's not eating. I don't have the hour drive. We could literally just walk out our doors and make a left and you could make a right and we could end up at the same park to have a drink right now. Like there's really no excuse. He can't say to you, hey, I'd like to fuck you when I'm when it's convenient for me. That's He can't yeah. say that. So his options are ghost or find a new, hey, where you been? Sorry, I disappeared for a while, which he might end up coming back to do. Yeah. And I mean, I think if she's looking for a casual thing, that's easy to find. You're in New York. I know it's COVID right now, but you can find someone else. And it's like what you were saying. He seems familiar. And maybe there is a little bit of like, well, what could have happened if I didn't end up with my boyfriend? He could have been the person that might have been like in the back of her mind a little bit. Now you've explored that option and you can move on. Well, that's the thing. You got to move on from this. This option is not the option. That's the thing about casual. You're looking for something specific just because it's casual and like, who knows? It's nothing. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. You're looking for something specific. He doesn't fit that specific type of relationship. Move on to someone who does or someone who will entertain it at least. Yeah. And there are people who will. He just because he was the last guy you were casually with doesn't mean that that's the standard it's always going to be. There will be someone else who you can have a different kind of casual relationship with that meets your needs exactly where they are. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Candace Julie, this is great. Thank you so much. This is so fun. You were fantastic. I want everyone to go buy your book because they're going to love it. And right now everyone's looking for something to take their brain off of the, you know, the, the 10 plagues that we just talked about. So it's called just send the text. And it's Candace Jalili on Instagram. I'll have a swipe up and all that good stuff on my social media. The studio audience loves you. Shelby, thank you for hanging out on the ones and twos at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go get involved. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursdays. We'll be back next week. Boom.